0: Cinebabble. This is Clint, and my co host Ken is nowhere to be found. I'm not sure where he is. I don't think he has corona. I think he's healthy and fine. I think he's just been a very busy boy, and it's been really difficult for us to get together the past few weeks. So I'm going to try something completely new and out of character for the show. I'm going to do this by myself. Well, not really. I have an idea. I think I'm going to use the powers that we have and hack into the system of Sinatron. I'm going to form a simulated version of Ken and he's going to interact with me while I'm going through a special what you watching about solo expedition. So we're going to start up Sinatron here and see what we can do. Just push this button here. It's whirling up, okay. Start hacking in here, okay. Mm, yeah, okay, a few more zeros. Couple more ones here. I think Sinatron is doing his very best to go through and comb through all these hours of podcasting we have and form a virtual Ken. Maybe we'll call it a ken pewter. Maybe I don't know. Okay, I think it's done. Let's see if we can talk to this thing and see if it'll interact with us. Ken? Ken, are you there? Oh, hi. Hey, how? Hey, oh, well, hi, hi there, there Clint. Hey, Ken. Man, it's good to hear from you. How are you doing? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good, Clint. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to see that you're doing okay. How you doing with Corona, Clint? Um. Well, I don't have it, so I think I'm doing okay. Um, I don't know, how are you doing with it? Still with fear over this. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that you're not doing that great. I mean, you don't have it, so, I mean, I think you're doing okay. Really? Uh, Yeah, I do think you're doing okay. I have 82 emotions. Well, uh, yeah, fear is an emotion, so yeah, I guess you could put that on that list. Um, what else have you been out to do? Watching Watching reality crack crack open. Yeah. I mean, that's a dark way to look at it, but I guess that's what's happening in some way. (laughs) So Ken, I'm going to try to do what you're watching about here by myself. I've been watching quite a few things and I thought, while we're in this little break where you're busy, I'm going to talk about what I have. How do you feel about that? I'm all about it. Oh, that's good. okay okay Okay. cool um so uh, do you want to set it up by your normal catchphrase what What you watch watch about about? ah there you go so ken i have three things that i want to talk about this week i have been watching quite a bit still i mean i'm off work I've been trying to keep busy the best I can, but really? uh, sometimes you just got to lay on the couch and put something on and try to chill out and try to put out all, all this stuff out of your mind. Um, Definitely. I think I have a couple of good things to talk about. The first thing I want to talk about is a um, Netflix movie that came out recently. Okay. Um, so it's called Extraction. This was directed by Sam Hargrave, who's a stuntman, a stunt choreographer on the Marvel films. Okay. It's, um, I I think he works pretty closely with the Russo brothers who also are involved with this film. Mm -hmm. It's um, got Chris Hemsworth and David Harbour. He, from uh, Stranger Things, he shows up Mm -hmm. in it a little bit. Um, I had 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 no no idea idea he was in it. it. Oh, well, I'm glad I could give you a little information on it. I, well, here's a side note. Okay. Okay. I I came up, I thought of this while I was kind of um, watching this or investigating it a bit. Okay. What if... Okay, Sam... Uh, David Harbour is in Stranger Things. Yeah. I think that somebody... I don't know who... Maybe we can do it. <laughs> should, should make a show called Strangers Things. Okay. Okay? Um, where basically the idea of this show would be a host confronts people on the streets... Okay. And just tries to ask them about what's in their pockets. Um <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do a mean butter shrimp. Oh, oh okay. Cool. Um, I don't know what that has to do with that. Really? Okay. Anyway. Um, so anyway, the basic description of this movie is Chris Hemsworth's character. He plays a black market mercenary who has nothing to lose. You know, that classic story. Mm-hmm. Um, is hired to rescue the kidnapped son of an imprisoned international crime lord. But in the murky underworld of weapons, dealers, and drug trafficking, an already deadly mission approaches the impossible. Um, I I do a a mean butter shrimp. shrimp. (laughs) You're really into this butter shrimp. Okay. I'm going to give you my thoughts on this film. Um, Really? Yeah. I mean, that's what we kind of do when we talk about these films. Um, So... This was pretty fun. Right. Um, It was, I think it was better than a film usually is at the, Mm -hmm. like, this kind of film. The action sequences were really good in it. Right. Um, So I was kind of surprised by that. I guess maybe just from um, Sam Hargrave's background as a stuntman, that really came in handy. Um, Okay. I think the story was kind of. Typical for a kind of mercenary film. He's got a mm-hmm. troubled past uh, and a dark history and his family is in kind of ruins and he has nothing to lose. It's, I don't know. It's kind of typical. Um, okay. Uh, but I think what really makes this thing kind of stand out is the action sequences really uh, there's a couple I, I think they clocked it there's like 11 minute fight sequence there's some pretty fun um car chases in it mm-hmm. it's super over the top like there's just a lot of blood and gore they really go for it in the fight scenes they're not holding back in any way it's definitely not um just a, a pg-13 um action movie it's okay. it's It's pretty goes for it. It kind of reminds me of some of the sequences um, reminded me of The Raid a little bit. It's just very hand-to-hand combat. and It did more interesting things than um, like the John Wick movies did, I thought, than gun violence and things. They had a lot of fun with it. You can tell that the action sequences were the main thing that was focused on while making this film. All (laughs) right. Um, I think that some of the effects don't totally mesh. I think there's the physics are a little off. Okay. The um, how the camera moves is quite, is quite strange throughout. Like it just feels like it's disembodied and it's just floating around at moments, and which is kind of fun, but it's also just like and moments took me out of it. Okay. But for the most part, it was a really, it was fun to watch. It wasn't mind-blowing. Um, Chris Hemsworth is fun in it. Really? Hi. Yeah. I mean, he's always pretty good. I, I like him as Thor. Um, he almost feels like Thor at moments in this film because he's just super action hero mode. Um, but, I mean, with the dead son. So, <laughs> spoiler, I guess, on that. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know why you're laughing, Ken. Um Definitely. So, yeah, I would recommend watching it. I think it's fun. Um, Chris Hemsworth's good in it. The action sequences are worth checking out. There's some really kind of inventive things, and mm-hmm. um, totally seems like they had fun doing it. I, the story isn't going to blow your mind, but, uh, you know, check it out for the wa- uh, the action sequences. Okay. So, the next thing that I watched um, was this new series on Hulu called Normal People. Ooh. No. Oh, mm. <laughs> Do you have problem with normal people? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you're a normal person. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. So, normal people. This is um an Irish show, um, based on the novel by Sally Rooney. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first six episodes were directed by Lenny Abrahamson, okay. who did the Room. Yeah, the Room, not the Tommy Wiseau Room, or that. Other room that we talked about. I mean, people need to stop naming things the room or room. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, anyway, he and he did Frank. Frank, which I I love Frank, and the room was good too. Um, it was a very, it was a sad, emotional film. Probably. Definitely. So, anyway, this is a he directed the first six episodes, and the last directed were directed by uh, Hetty McDonald. Okay. I'm not really familiar with her work. Mm-hmm. Um, The basic synopsis of this film, or this show, it follows Marianne and Connell from different backgrounds, but the same small town in Ireland as they weave in and out of each other's romantic lives. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is a show that I normally don't think I would gravitate towards. Okay. I... um, I had heard a lot about it. There was a couple websites that I go to that talk about films and shows that were raving about it. So I thought I'd check it out. Okay. I was really surprised by it. I'm always into uh, foreign shows, like um, Irish, British um, Australian shows, they there's a different sensibility to them. Yeah. And this one's uh, definitely along those lines. It just feels very naturalistic and it it's just doesn't feel like it's made for a big network and it's trying to fill some uh, quota for the um, to bring in viewers. Um, I got a little worried. Wh- okay. Um, I don't know what you have to be worried about, Ken. Alright. <laughs> okay. So this, it follows, yeah, so it follows um, Marianne and Connell, okay. uh, or Colonel Connell, not Colonel. <laughs> and Marianne is, she's a rich kid, she's a loner, she is kind of hard to get a, like along with. Um, she just kind of is very standoffish, it's kind of like a defense mechanism. Okay. And uh, Connell, he is a jock, mm-hmm. he's on the rugby team, and he's uh, very popular, and he has his group of friends, and... Um, and his mother, Connell's mother, it works for Marianne's mother as like a house cleaner. And they okay. kind of are just, through their whole lives, they've been kind of around each other and been friendly, but not, not friends. They're just kind of okay with each other. But throughout this series, they they're in high school when it begins, they form a relationship. And it's a very complex relationship and romance. And the way this show deals with like sexuality is really interesting. It feels it's not for, it's not exploitative in any way or pornographic. I mean, it's it shows a lot, like it's, it goes for it. And it's um, not afraid to shy away from nudity and uh, other things like that. <laughs> You always think nudity's funny, Ken. yeah, but um I the way to deal with it is more about like a personal connection and it's just the connection between these two people who are kind of from unlikely backgrounds and their how they interact and how their love for each other forms. And it follows them through, um, the end of high school into college. And they, they both attend the same college okay. and it's about their relationship just changing and growing and what it means to love somebody. And ah, like, even if you, it's a first love, they're both in the, this both kind of their first real love and the way that they, they ended up casting the most too, like, emotionally empathetic people where you just uh, like I, I haven't seen either of these character these actors and anything before but the way that they um portrayed these characters in the book i'm not i haven't read the book so um really? no i haven't read the book uh, okay so i um not familiar how they are in the in the book but they the way the actors pull off these characters, how they're written in the script is really believable. And you just totally f- kind of fall in love with both of these people and want them to the relationship to form into something that's more um I don't know, lasting and like solid and but they're young and they're on their own paths and they're trying to figure out what who they are and mm-hmm. what things in their lives mean, like how, how they are forming their opinion of the world. And mm-hmm. but it's I thought it was exceptionally well acted. I think both of these people, uh, these actors, are going to do bigger things. I'm Definitely. curious to see if they do another season um because it it felt like very um like there was a stamp on the end of it and i could totally see them not doing a anything else with it definitely oh have you read anything about this or seen anything um yeah yeah. oh what i mean what do you know about it how you doing um okay i'm okay so yeah, that was, it's really good, okay. and I highly recommend it. I was really surprised. I didn't want at the end. I kind of felt the the loss of it at the end, and I didn't really expect that. Um, it made me real sad. So, oh, you have you seen it? Ooh. Ah. Mm. Oh. No. <laughs> okay, um, can I have one more thing that I'm going to talk about? Okay, do, do you, you like, like my, my outfit? outfit? Oh, um. Yeah, I mean, I did notice it. It is interesting. It was it's, going for a blood of children look. I think you pulled it off. I mean, it looks good. I really do like it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's different for you. Yeah. Not a bad way. It looks good. Definitely. Um, okay, Ken, so this is the last thing I'm going to talk about, and we're going to get out of here. Um, I watched this film on Hulu called Little Joe. Really? Yes. I did. I don't know why you have to always question me. Um, This film is directed by... Or directed and co-written by Jessica Hausner. Who I'm not familiar with. This is the first thing I've seen of hers. This might be her first feature. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe she's done some shorts. So the basic premise... Of this movie is Alice okay. is a single mother, is a dedicated senior plant breeder at a corporation engaged in developing new species. Okay. Uh, against company policy, policy, she takes one home as a gift for her teenage son, Joe. Mm-hmm. There's something special about this plant. Okay. Um, it requires a lot of attention and care. But it, in return, gives the um, owner a sense of joy and Mm -hmm. well-being. This film stars Emily Beecham as Alice. I'm not really familiar with her. I'm sure she's been in a couple other things. Yeah. Um, And Ben Wishaw plays Chris, who you might be familiar with. He's been in the the Bond films recently. Really? And he's in like Cloud Atlas and a film I really love called Perfume, which is a Mm -hmm. bonkers... Um, kind of serial killer story set in like, like the 1700s, I think. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, it's really good and I highly recommend it. Okay. Um, um, so this film, I kind of would say to me, it a little bit reminded me of like an art house version of Little Shop of Horrors meets uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Really? I mean, there's no song and dance numbers and Rick Moranis doesn't show up, uh, unfortunately. But um, it's a very subtle film. Mm-hmm. The look and design are really good. It's, it's, it's more a tone piece to me. Like the characters are, everyone's really good in it. It's just very subtle and everything's said very kind of whispered and quiet. And okay. uh, the, it's all about the space. It's kind of, mm-hmm. that's left there's a lot of space left between dialogue and music filling the the void of anything happening and uh i i I think the look of it was really impressive and i'm really i'm excited to see what um jessica hausner does next i'm all about it i think there's there was a little bit lacking in the story i think there's another plateau that it could have reached um I was always waiting for things to go a little bit crazier or Mm. um, to step into this even more of a science fiction realm. I do like the setup of everything. I like that this plant is kind of zombifying the um, kind of hosts to them, the people who own them. I think it was really interesting and it, it was a more artfully done version of um, invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah, I I was just always waiting for it to um, just do something a little bit more, but totally worth watching. I think the look of it is fantastic. A lot of p- attention to detail in the coloring and the, in the music choices and mm-hmm. uh, everyone's really good in it. I, I just was always waiting for the story to reach a new level and okay. I never quite did that. Um, I, Totally think it's worth watching though. I do not regret watching it. I think uh, the attention to the, the design aspects and the color choices and the actors were all good. I think the music score was really interesting and really well thought out. And it it, it just it definitely was more about atmosphere. And I, I can appreciate something for that. Definitely. So yeah, Ken. I think that's about all that I um, wanted to talk about this time around. Okay. Um, do you have anything you want to talk about? It's pretty light on what you're watching for me. Oh, I mean, did you, I mean, I know you've been really busy. Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? Super not a racist right here. I never implied you were. Really? I don't know why you would think that you would have to say that. Okay. Um, can I miss you, and I know this isn't really you that I'm talking about. Right. This is the computer. That uh Sinatron has kind of put this version of you together. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, okay, um, so Ken, I guess that's all that we're going to do this week. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to do a sign off for us? Yeah, hope you enjoyed yourselves and uh, stay safe, stay healthy. I'm going to second that. I hope everyone is doing well. Definitely. I um, am really looking forward to when Ken and I can do this face to face and I don't have to deal with his bastardized version of him. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to sign off and say bye. <laughs>